What is up, guys? My name is Ebenezer Frimpong. Welcome to the E Off of Live podcast. I'm your host. This is episode nine. And today we're going to talk about the different, I don't even know how to explain it, but we're going to talk about relationships, but not just like, it's not super, it's actually kind of broad, but you'll, you'll see what I mean here. And I actually have a friend of mine here with me, you know, one of the smartest people I know. Her name is, well, she's going to introduce herself, actually. Wow, what an honor, <laughs> even. Hi, everyone. My name is Millicent Osei Tutu. Damn. <laughs> she gave her whole government. <laughs> I've been a good friend of um, even for some time, so I'm just here, you know, to have this conversation with him. Okay, so my very first question to Millie, because Millie has a lot of opinions on relationships, right? Like, a lot. She tweets about relationships quite often. Now, my question to Millie is, what is the perfect relationship? What makes the perfect relationship? Yeah. Let's, let's hear your thoughts. You see, even <laughs> while t- there's only one answer, honestly, to that question. Okay. There is no perfect relationship. Now you might. <laughs> what am I saying? Sorry, guys, I have a mask on. But I believe the perfect relationship depends on the people within that relationship. Because okay. what might work for one couple won't work for the other. I feel like the perfect in a perfect relationship, it involves obviously loyalty, trust, but then there's also a part that's really essential. Mm-hmm. And this part, it's understanding. Mm-hmm. Because if one partner doesn't understand the other or vice versa, the relationship can never work out. Because mm-hmm. everyone is different. Mm-hmm. And the only way we can work together as people is by understanding those differences and learning ways to cope with those differences and, you know, live accordingly or live to the terms of your partner. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, that would be my best answer to that question. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, what besides, like, those qualities, like, besides understanding, mm-hmm. right, what are qualities that you, th- you think, personally, a man should have by default? By default, a man should be respectful. Okay. Because although you are the man and you're seen as the alpha and all that, you still have to respect your wife mm-hmm. or your partner mm-hmm. because essentially they represent you. So you want to treat them the same way that others would treat you, mm-hmm. you know, or that would make you a hypocrite. And then apart from respect, honestly, um, good communication. Mm-hmm. You have to also know ways to communicate to your partner or whoever you're dealing with because some people they might not take they might be a little sensitive mm-hmm. so and that's why where understand comes along because if you understand that your partner is sensitive you'll know the efficient way to communicate with them you know what i'm saying like yeah i definitely get what you're mm-hmm. saying now i've seen i've seen you talk about this before on twitter right <laughs> now if you're dating someone mm-hmm. Do you feel like they're obligated to to buy you things? No. But if they don't buy you things, you think they're stingy? No. Okay, so what cuz I've seen I've seen you talk about stingy men. Mm-hmm. So what 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 is stingy then? Stingy would be obviously you're not obligated to buy anything, mm-hmm. but stingy would be where um you have an abundance of something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have the the leeway to give it, you know okay. what I'm saying, or to help out in the way that the person is looking for. But you're basically you're you're pulling back on purpose. Like it's not as if you're um, 
you're doing it absentmindedly because, you know what I'm saying, there's ways that you can miss signs or you can miss things. Mm -hmm. But stinginess is where you have it, you know you can give it, but you're still keeping it to yourself. Okay. Does that now, make sense? It, it makes sense. Okay, mm -hmm. but at what point is it is it stinginess? Because mm -hmm. in, in some men's heads, he might, he might be like, okay, this is a new relationship. Right. Maybe I have to hold back mm -hmm. and not give my all just yet. Of course, um, that makes sense. But would your all be given? There's certain things that wouldn't qualify as all. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's. I just like at a certain point in a relationship, mm -hmm. there comes a time where you're gonna eventually give more than what you were giving. Okay. And when you've reached, when you've passed that line, and you like you guys are in the the field where you can do that, and you willingly pull back and don't give what you're supposed to pass that line, then that's stinginess. Okay, so... Especially if your partner is just free or they're willing to give you what you want or are willing to help you out in the ways that you need help, okay. you know? So, <laughs> Here, here's my thing, mm -hmm. right? I, some, I call it a superpower, right? Mm, let's see. My superpower is basically... There's nothing that I can't make money from, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm with someone or I'm talking to someone, mm -hmm. I'm one of those people where I'm like, oh, right, I want to make sure you're able to travel with me or do certain things with me, so mm -hmm. I want to make sure you have your own bag. Correct. Right? Yeah. And I could literally, it literally would take me maybe a day, and I could build you an online business and dump money into it, and you're, you'll make money, mm -hmm. right? If I don't do that for that person, is that stingy? Not necessarily, because you have the skills in that field to be successful. They mm -hmm. might ha not have those same attributes that are going to make them successful. So you not giving them that thing is not stingy. It's not accommodating to ways to their skills that would help them. You know what I'm saying? And stinginess doesn't even have to get that far. It could be, oh, you, you're going to, um, like, let's say you guys are both hungry. Mm -hmm. You go out to get some food. And, um, like... Obviously, you guys go to check out, and then your partner's like, um, oh, like, you guys usually go half-half. You know, like, let's yeah. say a crazy or, you know, a different relationship where you always go half-half. It's not always... I'm like, not built like that. Yeah, you know, especially <laughs> it's that. And then your partner's like, oh, my gosh. Hey, Joe, I don't have... I forgot my wallet. Like, I left my wallet at home. Do you have $5? And then you get back to the car, and he's saying, don't forget my $5. I feel like that's stingy, like... Especially if you have more, way more than $5, like you have, like $5 won't hurt your pockets, losing that, okay. you know? I feel like that would, but then what you're speaking on, that's, I feel like that's when you go deeper into the ball game. Like if, right. if she had the skills though, to but, be successful in your, in the um, business that you were going to build her and um, you had the means to provide that for mm -hmm. her and you didn't, I feel like that would be stingy. But if she doesn't have those skills and you know that, um, and she, if she doesn't have those skills, she won't be successful in that field and you don't give it to them, that's not stingy because you know it's only going to help her in the long run because it's going to hurt her since she won't know what to do. You okay, know? Ma makes sense. Mm -hmm. that, makes, that makes complete sense. So what if you're in a situation where you're with someone mm -hmm. and then obviously, like this actually, this yours is actually a perfect example, right? Okay. So you're with someone, they have a great job, career, blah, blah, blah. And then this panoramic hits. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and then <laughs> out of nowhere, now they went from having that good job, whatever, to 
unemployed, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, y'all are you not married. Y'all don't live together or okay. anything like that, right? What do you do in a situation like that, right? Are you going to pick up your partner's bills, if even if you have the means to do so, mm-hmm. right? What, where, where's the line drawn? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I mean, that's a perfect example. But then the line would be drawn on how deep that relationship is. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you have just known each other for a week, that those oh, expectations, yeah, <laughs> would be extraordinary. Like, of course, of course you would want to help out, but that, like, you barely know them. Yeah. But if you guys have been dating for years, you guys know each other, you guys have spoken on, uh, that conversation eventually would come up, like, you know, find how you guys are standing financially. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they're well off, like, oh, like, if this, I feel like, from the per- your partner's characteristics, you would know what type of man or woman they would be mm-hmm. when a situation like that comes about. Now, if I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put myself in this situation. If I'm with this person and we've been dating for this many years, mm-hmm. I know how you are and I know who you are. I wouldn't have continued the relationship with you. Yeah. If I saw you as someone that wouldn't help me out if that came up, like if a crazy situation like this. Or like what we're living in happened, yeah. And you didn't help me out as I expected. I'll be disappointed. I'll feel like wow, like I totally misread this person. Like I don't, like you know, it mm-hmm. would blow me. But if it's someone, but if you've gone that long with the partner, and you know that they're um, they're that way, they won't help you when it gets when times mm-hmm. get bad. You can't you expect st- anything. Yeah, and then you still stuck through. Yeah. Obviously, you're gonna still be disappointed. Yeah. Like, let's be realistic. You're gonna be disappointed because you're gonna be like, oh, maybe, and like maybe he'll find some sense or something mm-hmm. will come about uh, over that person, and then they'll help you out. Mm-hmm. But you can't really be disappointed if they showed you all those signs and you still continue with them. I feel, I feel like someone that would be reason that would be. Um, reasonably upset would be someone w- who like thought the person would help them if that mm-hmm. time came about. Like time came and they just acted completely different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I agree. Okay. Now, I do have another question though, mm-hmm. right? So I've seen this topic on Twitter a lot, okay. right? Where some women feel I actually have a friend who's like this. Okay. Some women believe that they shouldn't pay for anything in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? They, they feel like if, well, over time, men mm-hmm. have put this persona out that men have to do these things, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like patriarchy, right. right? So what are your thoughts on that, right? Should a woman, if you're in a relationship with someone, yes, I personally, I think the man should lead, right? Okay, correct. But at that point, w- w- how far does it go? Right, mm-hmm. you're dating her. She doesn't pay for anything. Mm-hmm. I have someone who's in a relationship, and the only thing she's ever paid for was gas because her boyfriend forgot his wallet, <laughs> and that's the only time. Okay, and she expected to actually be paid back from that. Oh wow, that's different. Yeah, <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So, what what are your thoughts? That's a very complex question. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have several answers to that. Honestly, I think what I'll start with first, though. It's culture. Okay. You know what I mean? If I'm personally, I'm African. Mm-hmm. And you know, in all culture, we're, we're socialized that men are the head mm-hmm. of the household, which includes paying for or covering mm-hmm. a majority of the bills. And then the women help out in different aspects, as yeah. in, you know, such as cooking, cleaning, yeah. taking care of the kids, all that. But in today's society, like, we live, 
we we're in Western culture now, mm-hmm. and although like there is patriarchy and like a man is still seen as you know the more like the boss, the mm-hmm. more aggressive one, the one that takes care of the woman. They're like we, we see nowadays that women are now taking more responsibility within the household, yeah. apart other than taking care of children and cooking and cleaning, which. Honestly, you know, it makes it tough for women because you have to do that and then also get a job. Yeah. But at the same time, um, that's w- women have also fought for those rights to actually be to be able to carry a job while having kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we live in a society now where I'd say a majority of the households of family households they um, the man takes the lead, but there mm-hmm. are also households where women now are the financial yeah. head. Mm-hmm. You know. And um, so honestly, if you're if you're brought up in a household where you see your dad covering all the bills, then that's your culture. Although mm-hmm. it is your job to essentially to learn, like you know, to learn about your society and learn yeah, yeah. about your surrounding and see other, see like different perspectives. Although that is your job, you grew up seeing a man pay for that. Mm-hmm. So someone who saw that, like who was raised in that environment and just grew up in that, and they're just used to that. It wouldn't be crazy for them to expect that same thing, mm-hmm. as long as they're also upholding their responsibilities as a, you know, as a cultural woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and I say cool on that because you know some people, everyone has different cultures. Now that that's mm-hmm. where I see I see the you the see, argument clash the most. That's where it clashes because correct. there's women that want the men to do all those things, mm-hmm. but she's not gonna do she's not gonna play that traditional role whatsoever. Mm, exactly, and that's right. where I feel like that's where the issue is. Because if you grew up in that household, you saw your dad covering all the bills, but you also saw your mo- your mom mm-hmm. taking care of you, cleaning, cooking, all that. Yeah. So if you're not taking those same roles that you saw your mother do, and you're just expecting the man to give, that's where you're taking advantage of that man and of that situation. Especially if you have the means to help out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In that partnership. If, um, if it's someone... I feel like any other situation where you did not grow up seeing that and you you saw your parents go half half or mm-hmm. there was no father house like there is no fatherhood in your household yeah, yeah. and you didn't know like you never saw things from a you know that aspect and then you just got into a relationship and you expect the, that that one that would be I feel like that's where it comes it draws a line between um, taking advantage mm-hmm. and and seeing things differently you know what I mean. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of it has to do with culture and how you're socialized. Now, you just touched on a, another really important topic, too. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like if you're in a relationship, like coming from two separate backgrounds, two separate upbringings, mm-hmm. right, and y'all get together, mm-hmm. right, I've seen it where it's like, even I've been in a situation where it's like that where mm-hmm. it, it starts to clash, right? Right. Who Who's responsible for doing the unlearning? Are you responsible for unlearning some of the stuff that you may have not realized was toxic growing up? Mm-hmm. Or is your partner responsible for teaching you? I feel like no one is responsible for unlearning. Okay. But both parties are responsible for learning. Okay. Because you cannot unlearn what you've already learned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, theoretically. So, you, like, learning from... You both are responsible for learning because as you learn, you see how, like, some parts that you grew up, how they aren't good. Yeah. You know, you grew up in spite and in spite and despite of certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So both parties are responsible for learning each other's cultural differences so that they can intertwine or they can mingle like 
effectively, you know what yeah. I mean? So there can be a happy household or a happy relationship, partnership, whatever. Like, I feel like both parties have to take the time to learn of, about each other's differences and then to also take the time, they also have to um, sit back and think about how they've grown up and the things that have helped them and the things that have hurt them. Those things that they have, that have hurt them, they need to learn to not, you know, push that onto their partner. So I feel like you can't really unlearn. You can just learn why it is that that method of growing up that you experience or what, what the lessons that you've learned, why the bad ones aren't good and why that you shouldn't carry those on with you. I agree. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like with the unlearning, because, or how do you feel about that? Because I feel like the unlearning, you can't, you, you can learn something, it's just whether you pass it on or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that's where I, that's where I'm coming from. So for me, I was like my first serious relationship, mm -hmm. I guess. I was in a situation where I grew up in a house world where I thought certain things were normal. Right. And then she, I, I wouldn't say she fixed me, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I wouldn't say she fixed me, but I learned a lot right. um, from her where I was like, oh, you mm -hmm. don't do these things, you don't do this, this, mm -hmm. this, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I definitely do agree where it's, I understand and agree with what you're saying because it is both people's responsibility mm -hmm. to each other. Exactly. Um, yeah, and they're all, you're right. It just comes down to basically understanding and compromising. So those mm -hmm. are the two pillars that you talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, so I agree. Yeah. Because with the because once you learned about, you see, you learned about what things you did that you thought were normal that yeah. didn't help. Yeah. But you took those in and you didn't try to pass that on to someone else. Exactly. You know? so yeah. That's why I feel like it's a response. That that's where the learning comes. Like you learn what's good, what's bad. How to continue, you know? Okay. So, yeah. Now I have, I have a scenario for you. Okay. I don't know if you ever saw this on Twitter. Okay. So, there's a guy and a girl. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they're they're in a relationship. <laughs> right, right, right. They're in a relationship. Um, they, I think they were in a relationship for seven years. Right, they're in a relationship for seven years. Mm -hmm. The the girl took care of the guy because the guy was a writer. He's okay. an author, he uh, upcoming writer, author, whatever. Mm -hmm. So the girl, the guy took the girl took care of him. Mm -hmm. um, the guy eventually proposed. Mm -hmm. Girl said yes. Um, mm -hmm. A couple weeks after the proposal, mm -hmm. the guy goes, "Hey, let me know when you're free so we can go to my attorney so we can get a prenup done." Right. Wow. The girl goes, <laughs> "You don't have shit to be having a prenup." Right. Guy goes, "Oh no, like I'm a trust fund baby. I have 150 million. What? Um, keep in mind, the girl has been taking care of this man for seven years. Okay. Um, his dog got sick. Uh -huh. His dog got sick. Okay. The girl sold the only thing that her dead mother had left her, oh which God. was a violin. Uh -huh. Sold it to pay for the dog surgery to make wow. the dog. Whole time, the man had one hundred fifty million. Wow. Now, after learning that, if you were in her situation, what's the what's your first move? First of all, that's tough. That's tough. Um, if I was in her situation, yeah, I'd be upset. Like, I've been taking care of you. I've been. I gave my last for you. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, if I'm putting myself in her situation, I would make like, is the man asking for this? What did he ask for the help? I mean, did he come to her? No, but like, uh -huh. okay, yeah. The, the man didn't ask. Yeah. Right. But 
she was under the impression that you didn't have it, right? Correct. C- clearly, one, she's been paying all the bills, right? She knows you're a, a writer. You don't have a job. Okay. Right? So she's assuming that you obviously... come. Think about it. We all know creatives who are trying their best to, of you course. know, make things happen. So she's assuming you're in that same position, but she loves you enough where she's like, you know, I'm going to let you chase your dream, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take care of us, right? And mm-hmm. when his dog got sick, she the last thing that she ever had mm-hmm. sold it to make sure your dog was okay. Right. Right, because she knew if the dog passed away, you'd be sad. But mm-hmm. the whole time, you were kicked up. Yeah. Um... Like I, I, I'm see, I like I see where you're coming from. You know, <clears throat> I'm trying to get on that side. Like I am. Like I feel. I feel for her. I yeah. would feel for her. <clears throat> but it's just that's so like, is is he still asking? You know what I mean? Yeah. Did he ask for all that you're giving him? And then okay, you can chase your dreams all you want. Mm-hmm. Don't like don't get that wrong, but you have to also like be realistic. Mm-hmm. Like. Writing, you know, right? That's a process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, and even after you finish, there's a whole other process where it gets published before you even touch the money. Mm-hmm. So why does the man not have a job? That's you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like you're writing, that's cool. There, if you even if you work an eight hour shift, mm-hmm. you still have how many more hours? Yeah, well, yeah, you yeah. can make it work. You know what I'm saying? You have enough to to write on your free yeah. time. You know and um. You're just telling me that man's just sitting down writing, writing. Like, you, I feel like that's where you don't, you're not being responsible to yourself. Because mm-hmm. you still, like, you should support him no matter what, but I can't be the one footing all the bills. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? While you're chasing your dreams. Yeah. Because I could be chasing my dreams too, but how, maybe I'm in school and I'm also working. Mm-hmm. Or I have other things that I want to pursue, but I'm working. Like, that's where it's like you, you have to have some level of respect for yourself. Because you can't be, especially if you're not married to this individual, there's no, you feel me? There's no, like, official, like, tie between you two. And you're just, like, there's, for the money, like, you're just not protecting yourself in that way Mm -hmm. as well because you're draining yourself financially, physically, emotionally, Mm -hmm. because you'll be stressed out because you're the one that has to take care of everything and you're putting yourself to work because you, you're working, you're feeding two now. Mm-hmm. When you could be doing all this by yourself and then he chases his dream by himself and then eventually you guys can come back after, yeah. you know, when things are better. But I feel like in this situation, you can't really blame the man. I feel like as a woman, you didn't, or even let's say the man's with another man, like it doesn't matter what partner it is, like you didn't protect yourself in that aspect. You can't be the one taking full responsibility of someone you're not their mother or their father mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that their parents are there to support them other people should be there to support them i shouldn't have to be the one supporting you financially physically emotionally all that especially with no marriage and it's not a marriage so you didn't protect yourself in that aspect and you just gave you that's not a bad thing that you're a giving person but it wasn't smart giving you okay. know so basically okay so what you're basically saying the woman really is at fault, right? She just she should did mm-hmm. more research, right, mm-hmm. and just took and just you know been a bit smarter about the situation. Exactly. But for where I'm sitting, I'm like, mm-hmm. the guy saw a sucker and licked it, and he took advantage of her. <laughs> like that, that's yeah, what I. He, that, yeah, that's he what took I'm advantage saying. of her. But, clearly. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, do you stay in that relationship after finding that out? No. <laughs> 
So you, so you would just stand up because just to get that money? <laughs> he's not giving you the money. He's watching the sign of prenup to protect. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, you just showed me that you don't like. Yeah. You're not. You're ungrateful. Everything yeah. that I've done, you didn't show no appreciation, and you can't. You don't trust me after me seven giving years. my last. That's, you know that's what crazy. I'm saying? Yeah. Oh seven. Yeah, like I feel like oh, the man took advantage of her, but. That one, it's more of the per- the other per- the other partner, because you didn't protect yourself. They protect. You see how they were so they were so quick to protect themselves as soon as they got the money, but the other partner, I feel like a lot has to go with, you know, knowing you knowing your boundaries as well. Yeah. There has to be some boundaries set. Okay. <laughs> you know, seven years, like you know, at least if you're willing to go that far, like. Y'all could have gotten married still, yeah. and still done. And he could have still continued to chase his dreams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't have to have a big. We could have just got married, had some paper. Like you just weren't being, you weren't playing safe. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's crazy. Like I feel, I'll feel for you. Like that's wicked, but you have to be wise in this life. That, that man is definitely built different. Yeah, I, I, don't, I could, I could never do somebody like that. The entire seven years, he had access to the money. Mm-hmm. It was, ne- it was never locked up or anything like that, but. And then that wouldn't. And then it's just like, how can you like? So you're just missing those signs, like. So he's you're putting these bills. You don't ever see him. So he, the money's just sitting there, and he's just writing. And the money's like, <laughs> it just seems so like it's there. There should have been some signs that she like she or he have missed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you to, and then you've been together seven years. Like you guys haven't spoke about the future. Like what's. Yeah. What's going on? And I don't even know how one hides one hundred fifteen. You know what I mean? Like what? <laughs> That's crazy. You know how many people will come like because <laughs> that like, the government will know. Like you would, there will be signs. And it's weird because like she, it's not like she ever. If you've been with someone seven years, I know his parents left him the money, mm-hmm. but she hasn't met any family members of his. She hasn't what? seen how other how his other family yeah, members are living. Yeah, like what? It's so I, I I see. Yeah, I see. I see yeah, she, it's like you're blindly in love. You yeah, can't be blindly. Yeah. You have to be smart. Like obviously, like it, it happens, you know. Yeah. But that that one that's a crazy story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now let's move on to another topic that I see a lot. Right. Okay. And I think I've seen you tweet about this. Right. <laughs> if you're in a relationship with someone. Mm-hmm. Are there rules to their social media? Things that they can and cannot do. Hmm. Interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like definitely. Okay. Because if there's respect in that relationship, there are some there are rules that are just like that should be known. Mm-hmm. I, like flirting with other people on the mm-hmm. internet, you know, being overly nice, like okay. not using the correct terminology, just saying whatever and not. And then it's out of respect for you. You should expect your feeling. I mean, your partner's feelings to not even do certain things that will have them second guessing or would make them angry. Like <laughs> you should also be responsible about what you're putting out on social media and how that can be interpreted. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> we all have times where we say something and it's taken completely differently. But you should also still there should be that responsibility where you're like, oh, I'm not tweeting anything crazy, so wild that like. People are going to take it out, and you know that it's yeah. going to end up hurting your whoever you're with, you know? So I feel like there are rules, but then um, <laughs> but then there are also ridiculous rules as well, as in liking posts and mm-hmm. retweeting certain posts. I feel like that one, there's a line between that, because it also depends on who you're reposting or liking. Mm-hmm. Let's say, like, 
you're like in an access picture. I feel like that's disrespectful. <laughs> that's you know, out of pocket. <laughs> that's out of pocket. But if it's just some random girl or something, she posts a nice pic or she said some, like she mm-hmm. put some facts out there, like reposting that, that that's where if your other if your partner is tripping about that, that's where insecurity comes in. Because you can't really get mad at your partner for agreeing with something or liking something on social like it's meant, social media is li- is literally meant for entertainment. Yeah. So if you're getting entertained and you're expressing that, then your partner can't get mad at you. But then again, there are certain things that people may say or do that you know like it'll hurt your partner and you're still you're still continuing. Like I feel like that's where the line is drawn between um, having rules on social media and not having rules, you know. So that's <laughs> that's what, that's all I got for that one. What do you think? Okay, I mean, I I definitely agree. I I, I don't tweet anything wild right. to begin with, because um, I treat my social media mm-hmm. like. Okay, the, let me backtrack. <laughs> in high school, my social media was a lot more wild. I would tweet mm-hmm. whatever the fuck came to mind. Mm-hmm. Versus now where it's like, bro, like I have investors that follow me. Right, right? Right, right, right. So it's like, oh, I'm not going to tweet any dumb shit. Because right. I'm trying to build a platform. Exactly. Right? So I don't want people to see any time. I'm not, I'm not tweeting anything wild anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also a different type of person where... On Instagram, mm-hmm. I literally like every single picture, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So I may not know what I'm liking. I just go you ahead just and like, like, it, like yeah. I'm scrolling. I like pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do understand, like, definitely liking an ex's picture mm-hmm. out of pocket. Right. But mm-hmm. what if there's situations where you could be best friend, not best friends, but you're really close friends with your ex. Right. Right. And there's nothing there. Right. Right. The feelings are dead. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a problem. It's not a problem if you're single. But if it's a problem if you're in a relationship or you're in a situation with someone mm-hmm. and they've expressed to you that they don't like that and you do it. Oh, that's different. If they've expressed that, then you, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. okay. But then if, if you've been doing it, there has been no conversation or you, don't, or you didn't know that it would offend your partner, mm-hmm. then I don't feel like you're at fault until... Like the the situation comes about, and then you guys discuss it, and how you move about. Like then, there's no fault. But there's a fault. Like if your part, if you know that your partner isn't going to take that in pretty well, and they'll feel some way about that, then there's definitely an issue. But if you didn't see those signs and you honestly thought it was cool, and there's really nothing between you two, then I feel like you're fine. Okay. But it's very rare, you know, to be best friends. Yeah, with that, so that's that's mo- most most people hate their ex. Like, yeah, it goes down pretty sour <laughs> um, after the whole the whole Definitely. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next question I had for you, mm-hmm. uh, let me see if I can find it. I just, oh, mm-hmm. so right now mm-hmm. we on see celebrities get cheated on, right? Constantly, and they stay, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of women have come to the consensus that. Men in this age are just gonna cheat. Mm-hmm. Just find your favorite cheater and settle down. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, listen, man. Me, I'm not, I don't fuck with none of that shit. Not <laughs> 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 that Like I'm not no, no. And it and it makes me mad, honestly. That like celebrities that people you know 
because you're public figures, people are following after you. They're looking at your lifestyle. They're seeing what you're promoting. They're taking that in. It honestly makes me mad that there are so many women who stick around after the cheating. You know, like, I understand, like, there are so many other things involved. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say you have a partnership together. There's a business. You have kids. All that. But I feel like infidelity, like, you've just... Everything is destroyed after that. They've destroyed everything. Everything, you know what I'm saying? And me, I'm a spiritual person. Like, uh-huh. it's like that. You've broken that bond mm-hmm. because even if I can forgive you and we get close, I, that trust, that same yeah. trust, will never come back. Yeah. So it's like, what's that relationship without that trust? You know what I'm saying? Like anything, like anything that they tell you, you won't believe them, or you always have suspicion. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't. Like the relationship is no longer free. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just feel like that, like, you break the bond spiritually, physically, emotionally. Like, it's just broken because if you don't see me, like, obviously you're going to see other people. Like, yeah, it's, it, yeah. like, it's normal for you to be attracted to some other people. Yeah. But acting on it, I feel as if, like, if you don't see me as the only person you want to act out mm-hmm. your affection on or your attraction on and we're in a solid relationship, mm-hmm. then... There's no reason for me to be with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you acting out, that means that you just completely, just, like, you don't respect me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And all, and you have no self-discipline. I don't want to deal with someone who has no self, like, anything, they get tempted. Even if, the, like, you, there should be some discipline and you should have some respect to a level where it's like you wouldn't even, even if you thought about doing it, thinking about it was one thing, but actually acting upon that, like, you broke so many things. Mm-hmm. And within, I just feel like after that, I cannot, me personally, I cannot look at the person the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, even if I forgive them, which will take a minute, like, I don't see myself loving them the same, caring about them the same, or even respecting them the same. I just feel like it's, there's going to be that thing that's broken that can never, no matter what, it will never get resolved. So, I, I definitely agree with you, because mm-hmm. for me... FYI, I, I don't cheat, right? <laughs> Ghanaian men don't cheat. Mm-hmm. But um, if I cheated on someone mm-hmm. and she forgave me and gave me a second chance, mm-hmm. I would 100% always feel like I'm walking on eggshells. Yeah. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Right? So I've always preached, if you get cheated on once, leave. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But right now, a lot of people are just saying, men are just going to cheat regardless, mm-hmm. right? The chances of you find the man that won't cheat is so thin mm-hmm. that who kind of cares? But then it's like, why are you limiting yourself? Like, I feel like people get this, have this perspective where it's like they just see just this small bubble. Like, the world is filled with millions of people. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you limiting yourself or why do you not feel as though you will find someone who will meet yeah. all your needs? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you'll find your perfect person. I just feel like just because you see the people around you, like, like are a majority of people around you are cheaters, you're forgetting that there are people, like other communities, other groups, there are so many people out there, like, you shouldn't, you, you, there should be more confidence where you're like, oh, I'll find that person. Mm-hmm. Or like, if you're a spirit, like if you're a religious person, you'll be like, oh, like, God has that person for mm-hmm. me that like, won't cheat or won't break that. Because I feel like that's so like, cheating, That that's, that's so out of line. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you're married to that person, and the thing is, um, or even if your relationship, like a regular relationship, you're getting to know each other, you're courting. That's, I feel like, how can you continue after that? Because 
if the if there's no solid like the beginning if it's not a solid foundation why mm-hmm. continue building it's gonna eventually like crumble you know what I mean and then once you've gone to you've had a rock solid foundation you get to the top and then the person breaks it it's like everything that you've worked towards is broken so both both ways I don't see the re- like it, I just couldn't see myself staying well I know that other like other people are different they mm-hmm. have their own perspectives but I'm, I'm just speaking my, from my personal opinion on that and then how you mentioned um we're seeing like couples on social media or like celebrities and mm-hmm. stuff cheating. Like people have to keep in mind that these are not realistic relationships. Like these are not Thank real you. relationships. Like this <laughs> is not what you should base yeah. your relationship on. Because like what you see in the media is not really how it is. Yeah. You don't know what's going beyond. Maybe like their brand deals are telling them like they're 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 um their reps are telling them, like do you, this, feel yeah, me? you feel me? Like they're telling you, oh, take this, make this post, like do this together. You're only seeing what they're posting yeah. out there. Yeah. Or paparazzi's putting out there. At the end of the day, you're not with them. Like you don't even know if they talk to each other once yeah. once they're in a building by themselves. Like yeah. you don't know what that is. And so just because you see like people put celebrities so high and it's like it's such a small percentage of the population that are celebrities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that is not a realistic... But at the same time, they have a lot of influence, though. Of course, yeah. And that's that's where the lines yeah. get blurred. Because it's like they have so much influence, but people... Like, you have to be able to differentiate yeah. yourself between them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're, they're, what, their lifestyle, what they see, what they go through every on a daily is not the same as yours. Yeah. Your lifestyle is not always being broadcasted. Yeah. You have to remember that theirs is always broadcasted because that's that's what they do for like that's how they make their money that's yeah. how they make their living yeah. like that's what it's around but what you but that's not how you live your life so you can't be you can't base your um, expectations and your relationship situation on a celebrity who has a completely different lifestyle although they have influence it's your responsibility to see that yo like let me snap back into that like this is not my life mm-hmm. there's a there's a clear and distinct difference between you and them and yeah, like I feel like that in part in um in point to that, like you know the the celebrity cheating mm-hmm. and you know people taking advice from that. I feel like that's where that's my opinion on that. But the other parts, like if you're we're regular, we're not basing our relationship on anybody. You mm-hmm. break that foundation is slow. Now, I, okay, I have a follow up question then. Yeah. Right. You meet someone. Mm-hmm. I start talking. You're vibing. You're doing your thing. You feel mm-hmm. me? You know, you're you're getting butterflies where you see them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one day they're being very honest with you and they're like, hey, mm-hmm. I've cheated before. Mm-hmm. Are, within the, no, not, not to, with you. Oh, but not with you. Not, okay. Like in past relationships or whatever, oh, okay, okay. they've cheated before. Will you still move forward and give that person a chance? Yes, because someone could cheat on someone and not cheat on the other. It's just like I, how I was saying, like it depends on your level of respect for that person at that time and your level of self-discipline. Mm-hmm. Maybe at that time you didn't care about that person. You didn't care what they thought or you were less disciplined and you just were careless and then that's how you were. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're, for the fact that you're even honest to me about that, that shows that you have grown as an individual. That's not the same person you were mm-hmm. at that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they're all, like, don't get me wrong, there will be men that will try to, you know, reverse psychology. Like, that, that's what I was about to say. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> as if they're honest, and da, 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 this and that. I don't do this, but those signs, like, I feel like when it comes to, like, you never really know a person, but for someone to open, I'm taking it as, like, you're a different person, 
you've shown me that you respect me. Like you've crossed, you've like crossed all the other lines that I expected, and or you've what do you mean? Like ticked every box, every mm -hmm. check, or whatever that I expected, and um, you open up to me about that. I'll be like, okay, like I'm gonna willingly give you a chance because a chance doesn't hurt. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. how far you go with that chance. Like we can, we can still get to know each other, and then I'm gonna still watch you. You told me that. Like oh like let me see how you're moving with me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm st I'll still give you a chance, but then if you show if you eventually show me those signs that you're still that same person, then it's it's slow. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. Yeah. No, like oh like once you the find minute, out the minute mm -hmm. you told me, like it's different. If you say okay. oh when I was in high school I cheated on someone that's fine, but you're <laughs> <Huh? laughs> that's fine. That, that's high school. That's not real. You feel me? Okay. But if you're looking at me dead square in the face and talk about, oh, I'm 22 and I cheated last year, I'm out of there. Okay. Well, yeah, that that's that's where I was coming from too. Because when I was saying, I'm thinking from someone that was in a serious relationship and it was just like a high school thing. But if you're telling me like, unless like if it's someone that like you saw them in a relationship, you'd always see them posting like everything look happy, mm -hmm. and then like. Later, you guys, you you explained to me like the way the, like after you explained to me how the breakup was, and you're just like, oh, like we just didn't work out, blah blah. And then later, now you're telling me that oh, you cheated. <laughs> then I'm gonna be like, okay, you lied to me about that. So what else? Like yeah, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm, yeah, I yeah. So I feel where you're coming from on that one, because it's like that's yeah, that's that, that's very. I see where you're coming from. Now, okay, earlier you mentioned like some people stay in relationships because they might have a business or a partnership or whatever. Mm -hmm. Would you do, if you're dating someone, mm -hmm. would you build a business with them or anything like that, mm -hmm. um, knowing that there's still, you, there's still potential for this person to wake up one, one fine Tuesday and say, mm -hmm. hey, I don't want to be with you, mm -hmm. right? Would you still engage and, and build something like that with someone, mm -hmm. right? Because I've, I've seen couples, I've seen actually one couple, um, they went into real estate together, blah, 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 mm -hmm. and they actually ended up breaking up, mm -hmm. right? And it was kind of... Terrible. It was a whole thing, mm -hmm. right? So for me, like, if I'm with someone, I'm not doing. I'm doing business. zero business because for I don't know why, but I'm wired for an exit every every oh every time. Like yeah. for me, every time it's the littlest. Thing. Like, I'm like that ass. I'm gone. <laughs> so I'm wired for an exit. So in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna do this with this person because what if we don't work out, yeah. right? So how do you feel about things like that? Um. That's tough. <laughs> Honestly, me personally, I can see myself doing business with someone, mm -hmm. like with my partner. But it also depends on like what business and what are you branding. If it's like we're a YouTube couple, no, that's not happening. <laughs> like if we built our brand off YouTube and like our brand is, you don't make a brand out of a relationship. Yeah, that's that's just that's just yeah. that's. Just terrible. See, you I would I, mean? I would actually fake a relationship for YouTube though, but that's a different thing, right? <laughs> true, but true. I'm talking about like like you built your brand from that. Like yeah, you like, guys have brand deals. And yeah, things like, you, like that. Like yeah. you, maybe you own your name's copyrighted. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. maybe or or maybe you, you guys um, wake up one day. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. I think Fashion Nova mm -hmm. was built as a partnership between a couple, but I'm not not Fashion Nova. Uh, Twenty. Uh, Forever 21. Oh. Right? Okay. So in situations like that, let's say you guys come up with the, or y'all start the next Amazon. Uh -huh. Right? Then what? And y'all yeah. break up. Right. I feel like if, hmm, obviously, like, coming into business as a relationship, that's a risk. Mm -hmm. No matter what, that's a risk. 
Because even if you guys don't, like, God forbid the other partner gets in a crazy accident mm -hmm. or they, like, pass away or something, it's just risky in all aspects, apart mm -hmm. from just, like, you guys breaking up. Because you never know what could happen. Mm -hmm. Especially if you guys are not married. Yeah. Be, being married and building, like, that, that's completely separate. Mm -hmm. Because you, you, there will be some methods of protection at least. Yeah. But, like, if you're just a regular relationship and you build it, like, in any situation, like, I, I feel like that's a risky move. So if you're going to make that move, I feel like you should know that, like, and obviously it's easier said than done, that there's, like, you cannot mix business and pleasure. <laughs> you can't, like, you literally cannot. So if you're take, willing to take that risk, you have to be take the means to separate those two. Yeah. Like, there has to be some sort of contingency plan because a success, every successful business has a contingency plan. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you guys should discuss, like, yo, like, if something happens, like, what are we doing? Okay. You know what I'm saying? There should be something. I feel like to protect both parties, there should be something in paper, some contract, <laughs> something to protect yourself <laughs> in case that does happen because it's such a risky, risky I'm Move. laughing. I'm laughing because that leads into my next question uh -huh. that women hate. Right? You just said all these things about contingency plans uh -huh. and things like that. So, <laughs> you know what I'm about to ask, right? Um, when you when mm -hmm. people are about to get married, the prenup, and the guy asks for a prenup, no. girls lose their mind. That's not the same thing, though. Because That's a contingency you plan. You cannot build the 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 business together. Like, no, 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 no. That, okay. But no. that, okay, let's let's be real, right? So okay. every time I bring up prenups, I love here. I'm I'm pro prenup. Right? No, I'm definitely pro prenup. No. But every time women hear the word prenup, mm -hmm. their first instinct is, "Oh, you don't love me," mm -hmm. right? But that's all it is. It's a contingency contingency plan. No, because. Prenup, it means it's literally you writing that you don't trust me. No, what, what, I don't no, agree. No, because listen, like that, since you, you cannot apply that, because when I was saying contingency, I was saying something that would protect both parties mm -hmm. if the business were to fail. This one, if you're going into a marriage, mm -hmm. you literally made vows through thick, through thin, or through thick. You know what I'm saying? Through yeah, thin and thick. That, that, so, like, you, you cannot, like, you cannot have, you cannot present a prenup to me. That just shows me you don't trust me because why are you making that proposal to me to marry me? Uh -huh. You know what I mean? To, to, to grow together, to spend the rest of our <laughs> lives together, to build a family, and then present a prenup to me. That, it's just like that's on the basis of trust. For you to even put a, a prenup, that means you do not trust me. But like it's but, trust. But the prenup goes both ways though. Like so, mm -hmm. if I if I present a prenup and I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. let's go talk to my attorney. Let's figure out what if something. What if we end up splitting? Mm -hmm. Right. We were we're literally coming together to draft this. It's never prenups. People have this like notion that it's uh -huh. one sided. Okay. You know when when it's not, it's just an agreement between p two people. Mm -hmm. If we divorce, what happens? Right. Okay. Because when you're, it's better to write that. And come together and write that while in love, uh -huh. then when shit gets nasty, right? If I you're, agree with that. Because imagine, what, you know, when all when the roses smell beautiful uh -huh. and, you know, again, you're getting butterflies in your stomach, you guys yeah. are happy, but you guys are going to be very sensible people when uh -huh. you're putting that prenup together. Versus yeah. if there's no prenup and then you guys, you know, maybe you're together for three years, uh -huh. four years, it doesn't work out.
Mm-hmm. Right. Or maybe something like he becomes, let's say one person becomes super abusive. Right. Or one person constantly is cheating. Yeah. Right. Then the divorce happens. Mm-hmm. It gets nasty. It does. That's true. But you shouldn't expect that. Like if you if you cannot. But I, can't, like, I can't see the future, though. That's true. But then you shouldn't have made that proposal because you cannot predict. You don't know what's going to happen today, tomorrow. Like you, you never know. That's why marriage is a risk. But once you're like, you have to be prepared for that risk. Like it's the person. And then I, I mean, I see where you're coming from. Where if if you both can draft that up, mm-hmm. and then like there's protections for both. And all right, then that okay. Then in that case, like you're free. I feel like it's cool to do a prenup. But majority of times when people are speaking of prenup, it's like the the one um, one spouse is successful or they have a large sum of money mm-hmm. and like if they break up or if something happens the the um, partner gets nothing no see and that, that's I think that's Twitter's problem where mm-hmm. they don't really understand prenups mm-hmm. because in those situations you're everyone's leaving with something no okay. one ever leaves with nothing okay. and in, in some state but that's another thing in a lot of states mm-hmm. I think New York might be one of them mm-hmm. if two people get married and let's say they don't have a prenup Mm-hmm. Right, and they divorce. Mm-hmm. The state just gives everyone keeps whatever they brought mm-hmm. um, into the relationship. Okay. Right. So if you had twenty million before the relationship, you're exiting with twenty million. Okay. Right. But the question that always comes about is what you guys built mm-hmm. together in those three years or four or five years that you guys were together. Right. How is that split? And in most cases, the court typically sides with the woman. Of course, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So men, when men bring up prenups, it's not just to protect them. It's just to say, hey, let's figure out if this was ever to go sour. Mm-hmm. Who's getting this? Who's getting that? That way there's no confusion later down the road mm-hmm. and we're both protected and I don't lose everything I've worked for or you don't lose everything that I, you've worked for. Okay. Right. You see men you see men paying like ridiculous amounts of money to their to their spouses, their mm-hmm. exes, like fifty grand a month right. that are successful. Right. right? But it's because they didn't have a prenup in place. Exactly. Because I they're mean, they're exactly. going based off of love mm-hmm. and butterflies. Okay, if if both if you bring it up, and the partner agrees, mm-hmm. then it's it's cool to continue with the mm-hmm. the prenup. But obviously, if you bring it up and the partner takes that like they take it to heart, and they get offended by that, then there's a problem. Because I feel like it's the way that it's also presented because. If you if you tell me like oh I'm doing this for your protection as well that's mm-hmm. fine, but if you make if you come if it comes off from you as you oh like you're trying to protect yourself mm-hmm. and you don't trust me then there's that's where there's an issue with the relationship okay. and that's where I feel like that's when you as like the partner that's being asked to prenup that's when you decide if you want to continue with that partner or not because it's like well like if you take it to heart then it's like oh like. I'm a, I'll always feel like you don't trust me. Mm-hmm. And then that's going to make me act a certain way. It's not good to go into, like, a lifelong relationship mm-hmm. or um, a lifelong situation with in the back, with something always in the back of your head telling you that the man or woman that you're with doesn't trust you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it just depends on how it's presented then. It, yeah. Or other prenups, yeah. It makes sense. There's also prenups where it's like if one person cheats, the entire prenup is void. Okay. Right. So there's different things that you can okay, do. Okay. I see. Like, yeah, I see, there's yeah. different things you can do. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. The next question I had for you. <laughs> let me think. I, I literally just had it. And I you kinda, just had it. I, yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. forgot it. Um, hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. So. Personally, 
I'm one of those people <laughs> where, when you know how like people do the whole love thing, they're in love, blah, blah, mm-hmm. and then they get married, and then they say those vows, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> they say those vows. Um, uh, it looks like mo- there's mo- women take those vows mm-hmm. like it's an oath, right? It and is, though. I mean. You're standing before God, for, and you're making those vows. It's for, an oath. For me, I've, to always, God too. I've always thought those words were just like <laughs> words. No. <laughs> I've always thought it was just words. No. Because, because like, for example, right, mm-hmm. I forgot who was having this argument. Someone was having this argument that if he got married and his wife, like, lost her legs, mm-hmm. he would leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're like, what do you mean you leave? He's like, oh, and I was like, oh, it's for better or for worse. He's like, no, those are just words. Like it's this tradition. Oh, no. <laughs> right? Oh my god. So, so what are th- you don't think vows are? Because who? There's personally, I don't want to get biblical, but I don't think I've ever seen those vows anywhere in the Bible. True. Right. So are they? Is it something that's church related, or is it something more that's just tradition? And that's where I see that tradition. Mm-hmm. I see it just as oh, words that you say, like, yeah. like thank you, please, like. I, I see where you're coming from, but that also comes with your deeper understanding of a marriage, mm-hmm. of like biblical terms, words, um, verbiage, all that. Like, I feel like those exact words may not be in the Bible, mm-hmm. but what you take from the Bible, it translates to that. Mm-hmm. For better or for worse, like. You're loving your partner through everything, this, mm-hmm. like because you become one. You guys are equally yoked now, so mm-hmm. it's like you love them through everything. Cause, and especially since you're making that vow with like at a church, I assume mm-hmm. most majority will be at a church in front of God. Like you're making those vows to each other and to God. To you're basically making a promise mm-hmm. that you're gonna love your partner through whatever, through thick or and through thin, thi- yeah. and thin. You know what I mean? And it's like thick includes them losing their leg. <laughs> so if you cannot stick with them and you cannot love them to stay in that, then you shouldn't make those vows. Like, And that's a problem nowadays. Like, I feel like a lot of people, they don't understand marriage. Like, you shouldn't, like, if you don't understand all that marriage comes with mm-hmm. and how, like, how deep of a bond that brings mm-hmm. or how deep of a connection it brings, like, it's not just the papers, like, mm-hmm. You get tied spiritually, like your souls intertwine mm-hmm. after marriage. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. So if you if you can't if you don't understand the depth of that like of that proposal or that those vows or that commitment that you're making, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't make it because it's also your responsibility to understand what you're putting yourself into. Mm-hmm. If you can't if you don't understand it or you can't take that heat or that pressure, you should not go into a marriage. Absolutely not. And so to answer that question, those those words, like, although it may not, like, those exact words may not be in the Bible, mm-hmm. God is telling you, like, when you become one with your partner, like, you're, you're to love them throughout everything, the same mm-hmm. way he loves you through everything. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you can't have that amount of love for your partner, then you should not get married, because that's what marriage is all about, essentially. Okay, you preach it. <laughs> You're speaking my I don't think I have any more questions. Is there anything like particularly you want to touch on? Um, you covered a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, you covered a lot. But like, this is a very yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't think I have anything more to ask. Yeah, we just um, some deep stuff. But if that's pretty much it, then mm -hmm. thank you so much for coming. Thank you, know, you for inviting me. You I know, we enjoyed you here over yes. here at the <laughs> Off of Live podcast. Um, but that is it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. <laughs>